0: It's Tuesday, October 18th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle. It's episode 272. How's it going, Russ?
1: I'm good, man. You know, just sitting here, playing with some little techie devices. Uh, I've answered about 400 emails today. uh, Oh,
0: 400.
1: And not productive at the same time.
0: There's got to be a point in our future where our day isn't just email and
1: PowerPoint. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like that's uh, those days are behind because it used to be I would sit in a room that had like a whole bunch of really loud fans going and it was like 68 degrees Mm. and I plug stuff in and then I type some stuff in and then I verified that the thing that I typed stuff into was plugged into the thing that I was trying to send the command into. You know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm, that was kind of a mm -hmm. different day.
0: That's Um, true. We we did that
1: together once actually. Yeah.
0: I remember the first time I demoed uh, an Equalogic storage array for a customer
1: and they're like it sounds like an
0: airplane's taking off in here yeah. i was like tell me you haven't been in a data center without telling me you haven't been in a data center seriously like do you expect these storage arrays to be like whisper quiet like managing heat is a
1: thing you, you know so. it's it's an interesting conversation you know not not the, the data center piece but like kind of the the day-to-day now what is very interesting, and it's hard to see, like I think if you were to watch us do our day-to-day jobs back then, like when I was installing storage arrays or whatever, it would be, you could tell the tangible, independent things that I'd be doing, but it, that, that was about it. The Now, you can't really see anything at all. It's hard to tell if you're just watching me work what's going on. But the interesting things that happen throughout a workday that are not call-related are just like random problems that you didn't expect to receive during the day that you then find some solution for. I think that's the the most gratifying part of the day-to-day that's not related to customer solution, whatever it might be, you know, that we design for stuff. But just like the thing that comes to you that you don't expect, but you find a way to solve. I think those are sometimes my favorite parts of the day now, even though that largely will happen through those 400 emails that I've done in the first Yeah,
0: habit. Are you talking about like when your shoe comes
1: untied and you tie it? Well... That that's well, not more something I can solve. Um, <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking about solvable issues by an individual person. Yeah. Um, not shoe tying, which of course is a is a multi-person, multi-pronged sort of job. <laughs> At least it is based on me putting my shoes on my kids and not being able to functionally tie their shoes <laughs> yeah. because it's reversed on me and I'm all confused. Dude, speaking um, of kids, yeah. man, I gotta
0: tell you this real quick. So Ask,
1: my my kids Show.
0: school is starting up the basketball season. And so all the teams. Yeah, it is. yeah, all the teams met up there the other day, all the parents, all the coaches and everything, and they held um basically kind of like preliminary tryout stuff. But to kind of make a long Wait, story short, old, at the end old. of the night, how old's my my oldest is thirteen.
1: In and that, so and they're doing okay. So try, okay. I guess the school's big enough then.
0: Yeah, but this was all like junior high and high school and all that, like okay. um, the you know boys and girls and all that. Like everybody was up there. Okay. Now I'm not trying to toot my own horn on this too much, but feel like this is something you could celebrate with me. My wife basically just kind of like laughed at me, but at the end of the <laughs> night, they had they brought all the dads onto the court in the gymnasium. And so we're going to have a massive knockout competition. There was like 75 dads on the floor. You know, on a typical court, you got six goals. You got one at each end, and then two on either side, right? Because you can play sideways. Whatever. Yep. So I went to my goal. Uh, one mine advanced to the finals. Everybody crowded like you've seen the you've seen some of those like street ball things where like everyone is on the court and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, dude. It was so hyped, and I ended up winning the whole the whole thing. And I
1: was like, man, this is awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Now I've got no one in my family where? was. Where was it played from? I was the played from free the throw free throw, or throw or the line. Three? Yeah, free throw line. Oh, so. See, I, yeah. I guess it does democratize it a little bit. Uh, sure. The yeah, three point line, of course. Is, it, yeah, it does. I do prefer the three point version. However, it does, admittedly, at least historically, it did, would slant it heavily in my favor.
0: Sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know shooting that is now. Yeah, a lot more shooting skill, and I would say a lot more agility needed too. Because if you miss, it's the the ball's going to go farther. So. Oh yeah, Much but I will also round. say, I was playing in slides as well. Not even tennis shoes.
1: Oh, yeah, this guy, thing, dude,
0: I was so high. Uh, well, like, congrats. I That's was. Legit. I wish. I wish somebody like you was there, you know, to like dap me up or something, and like chest bump or
1: I don't know. <laughs> it was, Listen, it was fun. You have. <laughs> You have like fifteen kids. We are going to have another opportunity. You just yeah. invite me to the next one, and I'll be yeah. there.
0: That was that was funny. But it was like you one know of those. What? You're in a movie. I'm a dad too, so I'm going to get you out I mean? there too, just so we're there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was cool, yeah, dude. That's awesome. So that happened this week. Nice. Uh, also, what happened? So actually, that was on Saturday. So maybe maybe last week. Um, also, what happened, dude? Uh, we don't have to get into all the details of. Like, what's going on with my dog? But she's basically like in her final days, like, she's gonna die any Oof. day now. Last Sorry night, I was sitting you. outside with her and just petting her, looking up at the stars, and just kind of like, I don't know, reminiscing over the 15 years that I've had her. And then I went inside to get some water or something. I don't know. I was talking to my, I'm talking to one of my daughters for a minute, and Joanna was like, Hey, why don't you go out and bring her back in? I was like, Yep, let me do that. And as soon as I walked outside, dude, there was a massive coyote like pacing, probably, I don't know seven to ten feet away from her like kind of back and forth coming up on her dude it was crazy it was it was absolutely crazy and my other i called my other dog outside and he ran up on it and it didn't didn't back down oh okay so those are the two two biggest things that have happened to me over the past couple of days well hold on are you saying
1: that that the coyote did attack the dog
0: no he was about to like had joanna not said go back outside and, and bring rio back in or suggested it or whatever. I may have, you know, stayed inside a little while longer and right. walked out to find my dog getting eaten by a coyote. She's yeah, she's entirely loud. immobile now.
1: So like completely defenseless. Yeah, nothing, nothing she could do. Yeah. It was uh, I think I've told you before crazy. that I used to have an English mastiff. Mm-hmm. And uh we we lived on on quite a bit of land growing up, and so you know, random things would show up all the time, especially through the creek. Well, this dog was 6'3", on its hind legs and weighed about 200 pounds. Oh. Huh. So... <laughs> well, my size. <laughs> yeah, I, I, seriously, it was you. It was you in dog form. He wasn't the smartest dog. In fact, you can... I was argue about to say, he was
0: probably smarter than me, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, he dog. was not. He, you know, for whatever reason, maybe other animals felt threatened, or I don't know. But you'd have coyotes, other dogs things like that, that would really approach and, and attack dozer often. And he's kind of unassuming. Like I said, he's kind of an idiot. He just, Oh, Hey guys, you know, how's it going? And he would just roll up and these things would attack him. I mean, I've witnessed this countless times. I'd be out on my motorcycle, dozers roaming the property. Cause we didn't, I mean, we didn't have a fence. We didn't keep, you know, keep them in anywhere. They just roamed everywhere. I mean, dozer killed countless animals. Just, I mean, and it was quick, dude. Like, I have one story I won't go into because it's longer, but in general, what happens is he gets attacked by, say, a coyote and they're, you know, sometimes multiple, by the way, and they'll like, you know, they'll be clawing and scratching and biting at him, and he's very specific with the way he's going to counter this. He just keeps chomping until he gets his jaw around the top of their neck, and then he just would bite down and the animal and whatever animal it was would just fall flat on the ground and be mm. done. But it was wild. He eventually died. Cause what? he got shot. Cause he killed someone's Rottweilers. So <laughs> my it goodness. Was, uh, yeah. Dude, but live? he lived for six, six months after the, like he got shot was when he died. He had a bullet in his neck for six months. They said he'd live for a week <laughs> and uh, he a lived beast. for months. Yeah, he was a monster dude That's what, His name was Dozer I don't know if I said that, but yeah, Dozer Yeah, you was did his name, so. That's
0: incredible yeah. Is Big this old like out in the country?
1: I mean, it's you, proper, it like rural relevant, no.
0: Okay, so relatively Prosper.
1: Yeah, this is Prosper when there was 1,500 people in it, you know, there's 35,000 yeah, yeah. now, so it's a little different Yeah,
0: Jeez. Well, I mean, there's yeah. like 80,000 in my town, but I'm still getting Wild animals like crazy around here Yeah, nuts Okay, dude do we want to talk about some tech? What do we have? I
1: do. Uh, I want to ask you about something. Okay, hit me. If you recall... Do I think Kanye's crazy? Thing.
0: Yes. Is that what you're going to ask me?
1: Yes. Well, I think I could have... <laughs> we could have established that like <laughs> 10 years ago. So, there's a tech CEO. Uh, I am I don't even have the article open. I don't remember who it was. I did read it. That fired two engineers for having second full-time jobs. Warns of they're part of a new trend, saying that it's theft, yada, yada, yada. Turns out what? that's not actually why they theft? got fired. They actually got fired because they weren't performing well at their job. But that's that's actually not the thing here I want to ask you.
0: Well, that's debatable.
1: It is debatable. How do you yeah. feel about the whole people have been working remotely, they discovered they have a little bit more time, they try to go get additional employment. How is it different? Here's, here's the question. It's like, how do you feel about it? And I'll, I'll, I'll give you my opinion after. How do you feel about that whole concept altogether? Are you on the, the CEO side or the side of, I guess, the worker?
0: Well, I'm not going to comment on which of those two sides I'm on because I don't know. I don't fully understand that story. Um, you gave me very little details there. What I will say though, is I know that it's happening and I know people are talking about it and I've just been part of conversations with people at other companies that are saying, Hey, I'm getting hit, hit up on LinkedIn for, you know, I can go do this, you know, program management job at another company. That's totally unrelated, completely different. I could full, I could do it. No conflict of interest other than the expectation of, you know, me just generally being available at any time during the day or whatever. But dude, just from my own personal perspective, and I haven't I haven't thought about this that much in terms of whether or not I would support it or not, but you're probably going to come from it from the perspective of like, dude, if I got a job at a car wash and then I also worked at Starbucks and Albertsons, which I think is getting bought by one of its competitors right now, what's the difference, right? And if I want to go get a fourth job working at Taco Ocho or whatever, fantastic. What's the difference between sure. that and working a job as long as I'm performing well as a pre-sales SE at this company and maybe a program manager at another company that's totally unrelated. But my own take is I am not going to put myself in that kind of a position. I'm not going to risk that just from sheer sake of maybe sanity. And also because I have a ton of things that I'm interested in doing for myself. And money is not really a thing that I'm trying to chase because I imagine people that are doing these two things at once or three things at once, right? Trying to optimize their income. I would rather work on my relationship with my family, or work on my personal fitness, or work on a hobby, or something like that. Right now, now that's all to say that I'm not ex, or not to not to say that I'm not exploring opportunities of investing in things that friends are doing. You know, a friend, that's a property manager for some real estate stuff, and he's like, "Hey man, I'm trying to buy you know a few extra doors in this location. Do you want to split the cost of it? I'll manage it. You know, I'll, I'll cut you a check on you know what this is. That's that's fine. Like I'm. "Quote unquote" in real estate, but not really. I'm just diversifying an investment or whatever, right? That's my first take on it. Is really uninterested in doing something like that myself personally.
1: Yeah, but, I would. I wouldn't expect yeah. that, that you are. I mean, candidly, I don't. Um, we struggle to make two hours a week work for this podcast. I don't sure. know how I would functionally take on another job. However, exactly the, the thing that's interesting to me is that like this is. They're calling it overemployment, right? Using air quotes. Yes. That there's, that's the term that has been coined for this type of thing. And, and I don't even care about the specifics of this instance. They don't even matter to me at all. So that's not even what I was referring to. Oh, okay. What I'm well, then, thinking then of Then I'll just say, in, like,
0: blanket, I'd be on the side of the
1: worker. Yeah, and I think I would too, because I look at it like this. like This same CEO, and I don't know who they are, there's a good chance they're on a board, or maybe yes. multiple boards. Excellent point. Um, that's multiple employment statuses. There's there's also this idea of a side hustle that's existed forever, where maybe you're working, maybe you are working on the the real estate business with your friends, and maybe your role in that business is traveling out to sites to kind of survey and check them and see if they're worth the investment that maybe they find. I say this knowing that that exists. My, my dad has... Has had businesses in the past where that was a thing that other people yeah. did for them that that they also had full time gainful employment, right? And so I, you know, maybe it's those things, or maybe it's your example, which I hadn't thought about, which is the type of worker who works four different jobs that are shift based or, or whatever they are. But at the end of the day, if you're like I said, these people ultimately got let go for yeah. where do you draw that not line? Not performing well. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, if, if you're talking about and, restaurant and like work you
0: and like. Yeah, exactly. Where do you where do you draw that line of combining all those things? And speaking of, here comes Tyler off of his other. What's job.
2: What's up? <laughs> ah, this is my side Tyler, hustle. You work? No, do you work. I'm assuming jobs? you guys are talking What's about the on? the Experian uh, firing stuff. Um, you know what? Listening into your your comments and also, hi everybody. I've been gone for a while. Uh, afternoons have been Hello. very very busy with, Hello. with my normal day job. In my opinion, you should be able to maintain. Whatever you want in that regard. I think having dual employment, for instance, isn't. I, I understand why, like, industry and companies would push back against that. But if you are able to perform, and that's the real big qualifier. Yeah.
0: If yeah. you are
2: able to perform your duties at or above, you know, like average, which isn't necessarily a real high bar, mind you, then I don't think anyone should have any say in it. And I honestly, I don't even think it should be legal. Assuming
0: it's to, not a conflict of back interest. Of, of course, course not. A no, there, there's yeah. there's
2: definitely going to be some of that, right? But but you, I mean, e- even that, like you look at. So how would you define some... that? then?
0: Does it have to be separate industries? What if no, what if no, you were pre-sales SE for somebody in technology, and then you were program manager for somebody else in technology? Both companies in technology, maybe both SaaS software companies, but just in separate realms with separate types of customers. That feels like I, it's flirting with with disaster there.
2: I, I think so, too. And and I think when it comes to, to like, NDAs, which are enforceable in a lot of cases, uh, versus, like, non-competes, which are often not uh, enforceable, right? Um, yep. It depends on the state, depends on the circumstance to some extent. I think the danger there is that you that you get too fuzzy and you get too lenient, like, you personally, and you're trying to do two things like that, if you cross that line, then you're almost certainly going to lose both, right? Yeah. Like, that's one of those, the caution should on the employees side, because yeah. if you cross a line, they acquire a company and become competitors overnight, then I think the company should have a carte blanche to let you go in that case. Like So you're playing with fire if you're doing anything that's even remotely associated, right? But I don't. So I don't that, think... That
0: begs the question that, then, do you have to tell your employer? Should you tell your employer when and how would you do it? And then on top of that... Think about it from a, a, you know. a social perspective. How you tend to represent your brand sometimes, right, in your social media profiles or LinkedIn? Do you put both jobs on your LinkedIn?
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, how do you how I, do you do that? And
2: that's where one. Actually, I, I don't. I don't think.
1: I just wanted to point out, no, so Tyler, ahead. we actually weren't talking about the Equif- Equifax one, but I do have that one pulled up as well. And, and certainly it is the oh, same I, topic. The one we were talking about was yeah, actually is, about absolutely. some tech CEO that's the, that's the wrong one, who by the way. fired two that. people. Uh, no, no, it's fine. We'll, oh, we'll yeah, bring I read that too. too. So fun fact, that tech CEO, if you look on his LinkedIn profile, currently has two jobs. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah cool.
0: And to your point about well, the boards it's, too. I, like, yeah. like yeah. The, Who's the guy we were talking about the the board comment...
2: Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the board comment, like Twitter, or I think Twitter too, but Reddit was ablaze with that as an example. And then the hourly workers, I saw that in some of the commentary too, and I think they're, they're valid. But I, I really do think at the end of the day, and, and the board positions are a perfect example of this, as are hourly employees or literal moonlighting and stuff like that, They, those jobs, those functions, you are able to do them without interfering with function A or B. B or C or however many you have, and and if they ever do interfere in a meaningful way with this option, likely don't get to maintain that seat. Now, both that's a, I mean, I don't know that that's nearly as similar to just having two full-time employment you know, positions for instance, right? Um, Because the time commitment for for a board position is wildly less than like being a software developer for Google and Amazon simultaneously, as an example, that's also somewhat extreme, right? But if you have found two forms of employment that can coexist without, again, kind of putting you in the lower part of, of the employment spectrum from a quality of work perspective, then you know, I I don't think you should be required to tell the company. Um, I think you're always going to be at risk of uh, running afoul of non-competes or or even just yeah. you know NDA side stuff if if you're getting too close in the industry. But I I think I get the impression that the pushback from an employer perspective on this is the constant struggle between full time employment what that actually means to you versus what that means to a company. Because a company wants to get as much productivity out of you as possible. And a full-time employee, the baseline expectation is that that's you know your kind of classic nine-to-five in the United States. It's roughly forty hours a week, two thousand eighty hours a year, right? There's
0: companies not defining but, it that way anymore. Really? Like, Del-
2: well, no, well, Dell? No. Dell was a that, big one. That's the baseline, and yeah, and then it goes past yeah. that. Now it's it's like, well, no, you're ours all the time. If you're working, you be working stuff, and it's like then it starts to get real choppy, real fast, right? Like yeah. that's not a realistic expectation of employees, so. Uh, that's kind of where I default to. Like if you can maintain four jobs and keep your performance reasonable enough that your management or the company that you're working for happy with what you're doing, it really shouldn't matter how much you put on your plate. Yeah,
0: but it's it's got to be something that's got to come to the does forefront. it does impact, you go. Yeah, it's well, got to be something that comes to the ask. forefront and gets talked about.
1: I want to ask a question. Yeah. How are these companies defining full time, Bewley, to what you said some companies aren't? I guess I haven't yeah, a good come across that. Um, what do we mean there? Is it like full time is just, is you mean it's just not defined by nine to five? It's not defined by 40 hours a week? Or they yeah. have some. Well, I'll else just say there. that there's
0: some companies that aren't defining your full time employment. It's not related to when you work or where you work. Right, oh, but what you yeah, deliver, yeah, right? Yeah. And Dell's I mean, mine, Dell's big well, on that. Yeah. I don't work for Dell, my, my, but my job is that way. You know, exactly. It's what you deliver. Yeah, yeah right? but I, so, I also
2: think, right? I think those are really rare jobs too. Where, and and take this as an example, because you guys are both high performing individuals and you've done great. Why do
0: you it's becoming career. the norm, though? You'd say it's rare. Yeah, yes, but my point. But my point is
2: this: it it is increasingly difficult. To take a work from anywhere and just get the job done, sort of position, and stand out, right? And and I think what what the employer well, what if your goal side isn't to of this equation is pushing. No, part I'm, of the I'm deal with, isn't. I'm, I'm isn't actually to stand not out, arguing to do for the that. Job. Yeah, yeah. Just to do the job exactly, but but the 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 employer loses a lot by losing that you know self motivated. I want to be better than everyone else. You get a lot of productivity out of people by creating that internal competition. And if you're just going to give them a line in the sand and what to do. um, And, and then, you know, which I think is fair, but it's also, you, you, uh, I get back to, you lose a lot. You as an employer are going to lose a ton of productivity. If you quite simply say your job is here's the description. And if you cross that line, then you're good to go. Right? Like, they so don't you align want with that.
0: the CEO perspective. You don't want you don't want no, your employees doing that.
2: No, I'm or
0: Are you I'm just, just saying highlighting arguing why it's yeah, yeah. why
2: that's a huge negative if you start to define work very cleanly. And it also gets a little fuzzy because if you're just going to say that, you know, pay an employee for the hours that they're working, or pay employees for the milestones that they get to, so it's not like an hourly billable sort of thing, then why are they full-time employees? Why are they benefited employees? Why are they not just a contractor that's coming in to finish a task?
0: Yeah. Well, like we, this is something I was trying to talk about on Twitter a while back. System. Yeah, I, I think I th- yeah. uh, we're we're flirting with some type of economy here where we move more towards a contract type of a role. I just I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I can feel it. I don't
1: know. Well I do think well, that I, uh, think you know as I as I, I look here uh, first go ahead no go ahead well I mean go, 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 go shift shift a little bit so there's an overemployed.com which is fascinating um but one <laughs> thing you awesome. you think about this is like the legality of this so at overemployed.com <laughs> that's just funny it assures visitors that it's legal to work for multiple remote jobs but it also points out something that's very important I think is is key to this whole conversation you know at least in this country you know, there is no, like, you don't have a right to employment. Um, You know, someone does not have not to employ you. Yeah. And so, the in, in general, while it is legal to work multiple remote jobs, if an employer, you know, puts into an agreement that, like, if you're working a full-time job for us, you will not work another full-time job for someone else. And if we find out about it, you're yep. done. They can do that and they can terminate you Absolutely. at any time, whether it's just one, even if you have one or multiple remote jobs, yeah. it really doesn't matter. Like they sure, can do that. And I think that that is within the purview of this 100%. CEO to do. And then if, and then if it becomes that, but
0: that's just multiple, up to you, whether or not you work for a company that does that. I mean, is, are, are the, is that language here. in well, any of your I'm terms of there. employment?
1: Sorry, I'm I'm yep. working, I'm working there. And so <laughs> this this now becomes a market economy sort of question is mm-hmm. if the market deems that people are going to be working multiple remote jobs, and that's the way the mass majority of people want to work, either you're gonna have workers or you're not, and your company is gonna go out of business. And so I think that if you know if it gets to a point where it's like, oh hey, come work for us because we will let you work other jobs too when you're fully employed, <laughs> then it will, you know, it's right. like, that's where the market can sort of correct uh, the issues here. So there's going to be people itself. who fall on both sides of this and it would fix itself. That's kind of where I think it would go personally. I also don't think this is as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. Like, I don't think that you're looking mm-hmm. at no, 70% percent of American employees are working two different full-time jobs. Like, I just don't think, I don't no. think it's happening because I don't think humans are that driven. To be completely honest. <laughs> sure.
2: So.
0: Or that capable. Yes. Or yeah. Yes.
2: yeah, exactly. Well, and that gets back to my in and, and I agree with you, Russ. I think a lot of this will end up being self-correcting. And it will be interesting to see what like the fervor around these things creates as far as social discussion and commentary and, and if something does change in that regard. But I fully agree with your statement about a company gets to decide whether or not that is or isn't against the 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 terms of service. I mean, companies can fire you for not wearing a tie. If they want Correct. to, right? Sure. That that Absolutely. goes back to that you know right to work sort of stuff, right? Um, so they can make that choice and they can make it explicit. And and I bet if you read through your employment handbooks, you might find that you know VMware, who I work for, and Aaron, you work for, they they probably do have verbiage in there that basically says you can't do this or it is against company terms to do so, right? Um sure. Now whether or not they're going to enforce it or not is but well, where do they draw problem, that line? I think. Like
0: can I not, go, well, but that's can my I not point. go work at the local gym like in my evenings?
2: Well, that's the, exactly like moonlighting versus simultaneous employment came up in a lot of the sure. conversations about about these these firings too, but I think it all boils back to the same baseline requirement which is if you can do any number of jobs well, who cares? Sure. But it's not a right. It's just they're not going to ask questions. You're getting your job right. done. You're doing really well. You're not missing meetings because you've got other meetings. And I mean, Russ, I think you said it, and it, it, whether it was you know one example or the other, like the people that were getting fired that created all of this conversation track right now, they were also not just being let go because they had two jobs, but they were being let go because they had two jobs and they were doing one of them poorly, possibly both sure. of them poorly, but definitely one of them. poorly. Yeah. It's like it would. Eh, you have no right to have dual employment and be crap at your job. Sorry. Well, you never
1: have you never have right to be crap at your job. That's that's certainly something yeah. people need to get worked out here. But you mentioned the Equifax thing, and I want to go back to it because the way this was done, I guarantee, is not <laughs> yeah. going to be yeah. popular. Um no. so Equifax provides a service, like a, a software service, to allow basically employers to track their employees. Well, mm-hmm. it used its own surveillance product to spy on its own workers which by the way if you work at equifax i think you should probably assume if you offer that service it's being being used against you yeah just just to be clear so they found 25 people through that surveillance work that were simultaneously working which to to the verbiage that tyler used holding down multiple multiple jobs simultaneously, so doing both jobs. But they only fired 24 out of the 25. I say only. Right. I mean, that's, that's not weird. fun. Yeah, it's almost 100%. But also, yeah, this but assumes still, that they're
0: using the company resource to work the other job. Why not close your laptop and use the other laptop?
1: Well, like, I would see. And, and that's thing. another I perfect
2: think... example of doing stupid stuff. Like, if you're, exactly. you're going to go on, and humans. get dual employment, like, why is the F up? <laughs> well, hold on. It <laughs>
1: No, I think in some of them, yeah. Some of these people are certainly doing it independently, but I th- this software I also believe can like track all of your conversations in the room. It can it can show your yeah, camera. It's... There's all sorts of things like that. Yeah. So okay. they could be working too so they could be working line. on two separate sets of computers. Dude, you know,
0: that sounds like a major so... invasion of privacy there. Yeah. But let
1: me also say too I mean, like just so we're clear, just so we're clear, this type of software has existed for a very long time so very much so time. that whenever i i worked remotely at hpe we occasionally worked remotely with other organizations who also just their teams were all remote this this is 2010 and even yeah. them they were like oh i you know i need to make sure that i'm back here because it tracks this or that it can tell if i'm sitting oh, in the chair man. and and just hitting like a you know, whatever else. This, this wasn't against us. This wasn't something HP was doing, at least not that I'm aware of. I never had any issues, but uh you know, just other organizations I worked with, they were very, very adamant about making sure they were butts in seats when they were working somewhere. Right. So, you know, I'd ask them right. to to go to lunch or whatever else. and It was like, Oh, we got to get back because we got to get in the chair. So just, just See, saying that, it, it's, that is it's like, the,
2: I, I think it's, I, I don't agree with it. Just that, to be clear, I think it's ridiculous. That's the employer side of the ultra cringe. Like if you're going to go swing from one side to the other side, if you're looking at it from the employee perspective and what you can, should be able to do, whatever, like the cringe version of that is doing your job poorly or doing all the jobs poorly, right? Like just being bad yeah. and just getting checks from everybody. That's really cringy. But on the employer side, like butts and seats, counting actions per second, de- demanding that even if you're doing your job, like getting the things done, right? Which again, hard to define. And how do you maximize productivity? Sure. Like going to that extent and watching and listening and, and just forcing a really specific kind of behavior to do it. That is just as cringy on the other side of that, right? Sure. Like yeah. balance is think- somewhere in the middle and it all boils down to, are you doing a good job? Yep. It, it, there's a if generational yes, gap here. I don't care where your budget I think- is.
1: <laughs> This will eventually be whittled out over time. I mean, my dad even my dad even struggles at, at times with like you know, that I'm basically working in my home office or on American Airlines. He he just doesn't it's hard for him to compute that at times because his yeah. last the last time he worked for someone else, which was admittedly a very long time ago. But the reason why he worked for himself is because the last time he did, he was an accountant um, I won't say the company he worked for because um, they're a customer of ours, but the, he was an accountant, and he would walk into the office, and his boss would be sitting at the door, watching his watch, and watching making sure clock. that yep that he that people were getting in on time. And if you were one second yeah. late, it was marked down. I mean, it was it was incredibly rigorous. Just so extreme. and so. He just stopped. where He's like, I'll never work for someone else ever again. And to his credit, my dad never has. <laughs> so <He> never did. <laughs> you know, he just that's he awesome. just never did. <laughs> um, but stuff, yeah, so stuff it's like, like we that. we still have holdovers from that, you know, in in, in the technology yeah. side of things. I think.
2: Well, and and there are there are some places where it, that that's actually necessary because of contract language, right? So I think back to my time at Lockheed. One of the things that we had to do in our time system, even as full time employees, depending on what projects you're working on and programs you're associated with was tracking down to, and this is a government standard because that was the customer, right, um, six-minute intervals. We we needed to know uh, down to a six-minute level of granularity how much time we were spending on specific projects because they would be related to specific blocks which were related to specific contracts with the U.S. government. And uh, that is a literal to, financial have, reporting requirement.
0: What if you yeah, had to take right. a 12-minute so, Well, move? It's normal or do you try to take like under 7 minutes?
2: <laughs> it it yeah. I mean, that's a good question. Let's let's hope that they aren't asking those questions too broadly or, or needing to put cameras everywhere to find out. No, I mean, you joke, but when when you start to look at like some of the rules for employment and when you're supposed to get breaks and things like that and how long people spend in bathrooms, like sometimes there's a contractual reason for that, but even those get a little, you know, gooey in in that's weird wild. ways stuff like that. But yeah. the real answer is you're supposed to be with a button of seat for a certain amount of time. You need to track that time. It needs to be attributable to a program. Now, I mean, even Lockheed under the stricter requirements of the contracts, they still had, you know, flexible hours. So if I showed up 15 minutes late, that wasn't somehow a foul of the contract. I just had to keep the, keep track of the time, but like watching a stopwatch and down to the second, like that's just toxic. In yeah,
0: i very toxic. That reminds me, there was a, I saw I saw an advertisement for a toilet seat lid uh, trying to sell to to companies that would make your legs go numb after sitting gosh. on it for more than four <laughs> minutes, <laughs> like specifically designed to cut off circulation to your legs so you wow. would get hole. I'm like, oh my
2: gosh, <laughs> please don't. My my, just... my neighbor refers to that as uh, porcelain polio. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, that's just insane. Is. Um, let's let's hit yep. a few other topics here that I found before we we got to wrap this thing up. An interesting piece here: Germany uh, slaps messaging app Telegram with a five million dollar fine, basically because there's no way to report illegal content and no um, like I guess really? representation of that content what? in Germany to serve legal requests. Yeah. Uh, so Germany is is basically requiring for there to be a way to formally report. Illegal content and and for them to have representation of that in in the German uh, legal system. So what would you do for Telegram?
0: Do you just say well, we're not going to be in Germany?
1: Well, or do what's you funny try to here is that it, legal mess. It, it's possible that Telegram is finding out about this from the same article I am because they've been <laughs> them because they're in they're based in Dubai and, sure. and that's awesome. They they're not getting. I guess they are getting support from uh, the UAE, but they still have repeatedly failed in their attempts to serve papers. So, you know, maybe this is how they're finding out that they're being fined. Uh, I I
2: don't know. That's that's great. Um, I wonder if it'll be like, what was it, Apple and whatever country it was where they just ignored the fine, Apple or Google. They just walked away. Yeah. And
0: but, this makes me wonder, can can Germany just like ask Telegram, hey, can you add this feature instead of just finding? Right. I don't Maybe there's more to the story and maybe they have asked them. And Telegram there said, has no. to be. I, don't,
1: yeah, I feel like
2: a nation state levying a fine against you and then it being very public, I don't think that's like an overnight kind of problem. Sure. <laughs> so here's here's, here's where it this took a little while. Here's where this
1: stems. It says that the the Federal Office of Justice said Telegram FZ LLC hasn't established a lawful way for reporting illegal content or named an entity in Germany to receive the official communication, both of which are required under German law that regulates large online platforms. So there's this stipulation in Germany. Which, if you're going to operate in Germany, you yeah, do need yep. to, be aware, to their their be aware of their local laws. So, yep. yeah, for sure. That's true. Uh, yeah. With that well, in so, mind, uh, you asked a question. We're... I would love to... Oh, there's, there are times where, I, even in my own business, I wish we would do this. And we, we never knew, because like you don't walk away from attachment rate of business in general no. as a principal rule of running a business. Right. But I wish out of principle we would. I would love, you know... If if they're very steadfast on what they want to do as a product and it doesn't align sure. with Germany, pull the product out of Germany. You know, like right. I would love for them to be like, "This is what we believe in," and so we're going to pull it out. I don't know that that's necessarily Bring the right thing guns. to do, but I do think sure. that I wish people would kind of stick their guns. Like every now and then, when I have a really really bad customer, I wish I could just send that. them an email and say, <laughs> "We will no longer be working with you because." Right. You're a terrible person, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, you know? sure. We can't do that. So I just with, like with you. The exercise. The the, the
0: trouble funny. with the German economy is it's fully one quarter of the entire Eu U- European Union's <laughs> GDP. So
2: <laughs> rough, it's rough. not a market you want to want to walk away from. Exactly. You could probably do that for uh, you know something much much smaller. Hey, Makes while we're on the topic of the Telegram and not having features, that is irritating. Do you guys get a ton of like spam ads in telegram now in no. the sense that uh, they'll add you to threads?
0: Not a ton. I would probably say like once every three weeks or so.
2: Dude, um, I'm getting them like once a day and but it's so easy I to just, just you click a, and then report oh, and leave. Yeah. Right. Report and leave. But I don't want to do that two times a day for the sure, rest okay. of my life in telegram. I like telegram. Gonna, I want yeah. to, I want to mark something that says, if you aren't my friend, you can't yeah. just add me to threads and be done with it. Like yep. that is a bit flip somewhere, and I'm you're I'm right over it. That should. Happen. I don't think with I've experienced Telegram. this. Can you? explain so it's to mostly, me what we're
1: talking about.
0: Yeah. How much do you use? So, Russ, how much do you use Telegram for other communities, like predominantly crypto news or following anything like that? Because that's where.
1: It's really uh, bad. Well, all all I have is I have TBP community. I have our like the three of ours personal chat for mm-hmm. um former SevOps. uh one that daniel has added us to recently yeah. and then i have the thread that you showed us whenever the ukraine war broke out um oh, yeah. that i'm yeah, still on
0: intelligence yeah
1: yeah, and that's it. So those four are the only ones I have. The only other threads that I even have are just random direct messages either from people sure. in TBP. Yeah. Uh, you so know, if you, find... you, you message me there. So that's it. I don't have any other and I've never <laughs> been added to it. The only thing I see it's... are pops up to say Chad Rutherford Cell has joined Telegram, which is yeah. I mean. so if you
0: go 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 go! look up any company involved in crypto and you'll see all, they'll advertise yeah. all their communities. They'll typically have a Telegram button. If you go click and join that, join a few of them. I'm not saying do this, but I'm saying if you did, then suddenly you'll start getting those spams because they're just pulling people's mm. names that are in those groups right. and, and they're they're adding won't. them to you, other things.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't recommend it. But here's the funny part. I never did that. I can't stand Telegram channels for stuff like that. And I never even joined the Ukraine one. I don't do any of that. That's interesting. But my my email or or the phone number, which were both, you know, like spam magnets, right? Got onto a list somewhere and I get sucked into a new crappy crypto or new crappy whatever investing channel like once or twice a day right now.
0: Yikes. I have no idea where it's coming from,
2: but I hate it.
0: That should be on the backlog for Telegram's product management for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah, wow. please make it stop. I just didn't, yeah. I never appreciated Looks like that Looks Joey just that added platform... something in the
0: chat. There might be a way to do it.
2: Oh, about that? Oh, maybe there is. Yeah. Yeah, that was the other thing. It's like, this just started to really kick up. Because like you said, it was not.
0: Difficult. Oh, there it is. Yep, it's already there. It's an option. Thanks, Joey. Yeah, man. Go Wait, to settings, Joey. privacy and security, groups and channels. Select my contacts instead of everyone.
2: Oh, there you there go. It is.
0: Joey, maybe I already name? have that set. Privacy and
2: security. Um, I'm doing it right now. Maybe I must have done that.
0: Uh, thanks yeah, to the Chad. Um,
1: so, so, yeah. so last thing before we got to go, cause I know we got to, or at least I know I have to, uh, also related to companies having to do things. This is sort of fascinating cause we've talked a lot about big tech and, you know, should things be broken up or should they not? Where are the problems? Like how could these things be avoided? Yada, yada, yada. Facebook owner meta. I'm assuming everyone's familiar um, with Facebook. Never or heard meta of them. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. So Facebook is um, just a glorious company that runs phenomenal ads for people and really just kind of gives the the world a great service. Uh, I think some people disagree with that statement, but we'll we'll move on from that. Um, Their parent company is named Meta. They have been forced to sell Giphy. Some people might incorrectly pronounce this as Jiffy after... The UK watchdog confirms ruling. So the UK oh,
2: has ordered the UK.
1: So it says, let's see, the specific comment says Facebook's parent company, Meta, has been ordered by the UK competition watchdog to sell the GIF creation website. Giphy, the first time the regulator has blocked a deal struck by a big Silicon Valley company. So they're, it says block, but they already own them. They're being told to sell them, yeah. um, which is very fascinating to me. I, there's there's probably more details in here. That's the first paragraph. Uh, apparently, they... Let's see. The Competition Markets and Authority told Meta in November that the only way to resolve competition concerns was to dispose of Giphy. This is fascinating to me because I guess I don't really, really know is. what... Um, I guess I don't know... What competition there is in this space, but the largest supplier of animated gifts to social networks such as Snapchat, TikTok, which is terrible by the way, get off of it, and Twitter, <laughs> uh, which I guess they acquired two years ago for four hundred million dollars. So I guess this is because it it's it, Giphy is the thing that supplies yeah. gifts on the gift button, not necessarily in your keyboard, but like in. But that's insane because they don't limit developed.
0: it anywhere.
2: I don't. I was gonna say I don't. Say, know. I, don't I hate that you that brought this up either. right at like, the what? end because I
0: have a lot of thoughts about it. And also, yeah, I just that, read an article. Really strange. I just read an article last week that was talking about how gifts are dead. Like Gen <laughs> Z is past
1: it.
2: Apparently, I mean, not. oh Gen yeah. Z, damn it. Yeah, they're making us feel old. Exactly. Because <laughs> we're old. They just don't. They just <laughs> yeah. don't like it
1: because well, we send them.
0: Yeah. Well, and and um, what's taking over is the uh, like the MP5s with audio.
2: What? Oh, really? Yeah yep uh yeah okay so hold on richer richer media
0: yes richer media
1: yep
2: hold on so other
1: people with like a like they might take a a quip from the tbp podcast correct and use that as a response just like you would use a gif from friends as a response
0: yes they would use it as a video format mp5 video format instead of um instead of a gif
2: I don't know. I don't think your example is what what he was saying, though, Russ. It was. I'm sorry. What were you just, What were you saying? It's sorry. Not, it's not an audio clip. It is a video clip with audio. So it yes. is just okay. a richer what he's GIF.
1: Okay. So yeah. it's it's a GIF that has it's, audio. It's actually and a, it's step in a higher quality video form. Here's the question: right. Does it just play in my chat, or do I have to click on it and it opens in full screen and then it plays? Mm. Uh, it depends on I the I think app. that
2: depends on the platform, Because right? the like beauty of the start GIF... Reddit playing videos automatically.
1: Yeah, the, the beauty of the GIF is that it's just kind of like, you know, it's just there. It's a part of the conversation. So I yeah, don't know. I'm going to see you can, that. And invest but you'll it. have the video... I, I think this is just a GIF by any other audio. name.
2: Yeah, I, it I, is. I, but that, it's for that, sure, yeah. That stuff's all over reddit at this point and yes i recognize that they are in fact different right that gif is not to those videos but they serve the exact same purpose and they are rich sure. media i'm fine with it Whatever.
0: that's a good point and and that's also uh, not i to won't yell giphy at that cloud <laughs> yeah no you're right you're 100 and giphy can can pivot to a different format sure right they i would imagine that audio. the
2: way that yeah, the way that Giphy serves up gifs, it should be trivial to do the same. Well, I say trivial, right. obviously. And they
0: also, yeah, they do it, stickers but... as well as gifs and whatnot. So
2: what's right. to say they wouldn't? I, I do? wouldn't think that it's going to be a huge sea change in how they operate to add, you know, rich, you know, yeah, video with audio stuff. Anyways, that that is a that is a mean one to drop right there at the end, though, Russ, because I got I have more questions about that than comments, to be honest. Like, what and did what? you say, GIF? <laughs>
0: Did you say no, GIF? Of
2: course. I would never. of course not.
0: <laughs> it's GIF. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny about that is the way that they do the English pronunciation on Wikipedia for it, it still doesn't help me. I can't tell if it's GIF That's or awesome. GIF
1: even there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, there's no reason to I even like... try and clarify it because it's GIF, period. They just add an I H like after the I like to drop both occasionally, and I just yeah. do it casually.
1: <laughs> In the
0: same sentence? If you,
1: if you <laughs> sure. want to say GIF, Go ask for a peanut butter jelly sandwich and specify the peanut butter, and you can say GIF all you want. It's if you're not doing that,
2: delicious. it's a GIF. All right. Period. I need a GIF. GIF. I need a, I need a uh, GIF. Shut it down.
0: Shut it down. All We're falling the off time. the rails.
2: Uh, I get to say it. I get to say the outro. I haven't said the outro in a you long got time, it. but that's it. That's it. That's the end of another Tech Breakfast podcast episode, one that I was part of. We're super glad that you guys joined us, and I'm, I'm glad that I got to join us too. So. Cheers to you all. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. And we'll talk to you next time.